Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Paratruth Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Justin. Uh, tonight, we are going to be talking about the Jersey Devil. Uh, if you guys have any questions or uh, want to add some stories, you can give us a call at 914-205-5558. You can also join us in our chat room. Hey, Eric. Hello. And uh, you guys can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Usually if we are doing our updates for the show, it's usually on either of those sites. So, the Jersey Devil, man. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first show since I was there and we did it live together. (laughs) I know. Uh, so all right technically so wait let me think yeah this is the first show of the new year isn't it yep because i had to skip last week since we were on the road still Mm -hmm. so um how was your trip back home uh it wasn't too bad it was long but it wasn't terrible I drove mostly through the night, which oh, it sucked. I couldn't see anything. It's so dark out here yeah. for one and two. I, my eyes just aren't that good anymore. <laughs> uh oh, is the young man needing glasses? I already have glasses. Do you? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You showed me. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I remember the picture. <laughs> All right. So the Jersey Devil. Um. For those of you that don't really know the Jersey Devil, Eric probably doesn't know a whole lot about it. I learned a little bit more about it since I lived in New Jersey for a couple of years with my mom. Um, what what do you know about it at all? Uh, I know that it more or less has almost like a body of a horse, kind of like a it, there's different of it. Uh, but I know that it has like a it has wings. Some say it just has a head of a horse. I don't. And there's like no one really knows what the body looks like. Um, it has hoofs. Usually seen at night, and usually it's only noticed like the glimpses of it. No one actually sees it clearly. It is kind of like you know you see it flying overhead or you see it sitting in a tree, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the majority that I know. <laughs> 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 but I'm learning well, to go. <laughs> and that's pretty pretty much the the description of what it is. It's usually um referred to as a legendary creature or cryptid. Uh it inhabits the uh pine barrens of southern New Jersey. Uh it is depicted as a flying biped with hooves, in other words, it walks on two legs. Uh, but with many variations. The most common one is a kangaroo-like creature with the head of a goat, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with claws, uh, cloven hooves, and a forked tail. And it is known to have an emitting... of emitting a blood-curdling scream. But any woman can do that. I'll prove it right now. 
Don't you dare touch me! Stand back! No! No! If that's not blood curling, I don't know what it is. Um, but the legend goes, uh, it dates to 1735. The legend goes, uh, it is said that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, stated that this one would be the devil. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in, a, in labor on a stormy night. Gathered around her were her friends. Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the child's father was the devil himself. The child was born normal, but then changed form. It changed from a normal baby to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. It growled and screamed, then killed the midwife before flying up the chimney. It circled the villagers or villages and headed toward the pines. In 1740, a clergy exorcised the demon from a hundred years, and it was wasn't seen again until 1890. Hmm. That's more than 100 years. <laughs> yeah, that's 150 years. <laughs> um, I've heard other variations on the story. I've heard that it was a Native American curse put on a woman um, that she would have a demon for a baby or a devil for a baby. Um, those are the two most common ones that I know of. Uh, it's uh, it says here that uh, Mother Leeds has been identified by some as Deborah Leeds, a ground on grounds that Deborah Leeds' husband Jaffet Leeds named twelve children in the will he wrote in 1736, which is compatible with the legend. Deborah and Jaffet Leeds also lived in the Leeds Point section of what is now Atlantic County, New Jersey, which is commonly. Lo- the location of the Jersey Devil story. So, I mean, this dates back quite a while. Um, there was a couple of sightings, actually several sightings, between January 16th through January 23rd, 1909. Uh, newspapers of the time published hundreds of claims, encounters with the Jersey Devil from all over the state. Among allegedly alleged encounters publicized that week were claims that the creature attacked a trolley car in Hodden Heights and a social club in Camden. Uh, police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania supposedly fired on the creature to no effect. Other reports initially concerned unidentified footprints in the snow, which is kind of common for cryptids. Uh, but soon sightings of the creature resembling the Jersey Devil were being reported throughout South Jersey and as far away as Delaware. And it looks like it says that apparently that uh, it was rumored that the Philadelphia Zoo posted a $10,000 reward for the creature's dung. The uh, offer prompted a variety of hoaxes, including a kangaroo with artificial wings. Jeez. And this is in 1909. <laughs> that was in 1909? Yeah. Well, I came across something that said um, that in 1960, uh, the, the creature would be seen and disappear and be seen and disappear for years on end. 
Uh, but in 1960, blood-curdling cries started to terrorize a group of people near May's Landing. And okay. <clears throat> it was like it was so crazy that like I guess policemen nailed signs and posters everywhere stating that the Jersey Devil was a hoax. But the curiosity, you know, like the people who are all curious and stuff, flooded into the area anyway. And there was a guy named Harry Hunt who owned the uh, the Hunt Brothers Circus. He offered one hundred thousand dollars for the capture of the creature. Uh, just so it would hopefully be in like a sideshow attraction or something like that. But of course, obviously it was never caught. And the guy kept his 100000 It probably never really had anyway. Yeah. That, it's just one of those things like, uh, the, like the Bigfoot that supposedly was the dead Bigfoot that was supposedly found. And uh, the same guy who had sold that Bigfoot to... Uh, that the big hunt, uh, Bigfoot hunting group also said he had a live one. So mm-hmm. um, how easy do you think the Jersey Devil would be to hoax? Oh, I mean, it depends. I mean, if you're... I guess, honestly, it'd probably be kind of difficult because unless you're... Uh, unless you have a box up in, like, a clear box... And it's sitting something that'll, uh, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that'll almost make it fuzzy in the sense where you can't really tell what it is, you know? Yeah, right. You'd have yeah. to play more of your, your imagination have to work more towards it. Then maybe you could get away with it. But, I mean, when you think of, I mean, it's similar to, the, like, a griffin. I mean, there's so many different parts of this particular creature right, yeah. uh, that are different. I mean, unless you're chopping up animals and sewing pieces together, they're not going to fit right anyway. But um, it's not like, you know, so the Bigfoot hoaxes and stuff like that where it's just one simple, you know, you just get something like that looks like a man more or less and an ape, you know, one of the two, stretch it out and you're good to go, you know? Right. Um. Well, like, how do you think people would hoax, like, a, a live one? Because, I mean, this would be kind of a difficult one to do. Like, with a Bigfoot, you can just put on a suit. With this, right. I mean, obviously, just from the the description of what it looks like, it would be really hard to put on a suit and say you're the Jersey Devil. All right. Well, I mean, in today's time, it would probably, probably be pretty simple if you had the money to do it, especially when you look at... Uh, Especially when you look at film, the film genres, you know, look at the horror genre and all the uh, props that they oh. do, or the props yeah. that they have. You know, I mean, you got costume uh, people out there who can create wonderful things. And you just watch some of these shows on TV, like uh, Face Off, for example, uh, and they just do a crazy amount of makeup work and artistic work that completely transform a person from being a normal human, you know, to like a, a giant fish that's like eight feet tall and walks, you know, on three legs as opposed to two. So, I mean, I think in today's day and age, if someone really wanted to, you know, had the money and was willing to put forth the effort, it could be simple. Um, I think a good, you know, once you're up close to it, though, it's pretty obvious that it would be fake. Um, However, for those that are, you know, not so, I guess, lucky to have the money to do such a thing or the skills... (laughs) um, I know I don't have the skills to make something like that. But, I mean, you could probably throw together 
know, I don't know. Something, I guess if you want to take a horse costume, for example, uh, yeah. a, a goat's mask, you know, and then maybe a devil's tail, and you were in the dark in the woods somewhere, and you're kind of creeping around campsites and whatnot, people are going to see that silhouette of the creature as opposed to seeing the actual costume itself. You know, and then maybe that could that could stir up an interesting hoax. Um, I don't recommend it to anyone out there because uh, I think these this day and age, and probably more so in the past, most campers have guns on them now. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, I think I think it all comes down to illusion. It's not going to be straight up, you know, good costume work. It's going to be where you're at and how you present the creature, I guess. Well, we'll get into the skeptics guide here in a second uh, after the break, um, as well as uh, a couple of different places that the Jersey Devil pops up in pop culture. So, folks, you're listening to Paratruth Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, We have Eric's Random Fact of the Day and a couple commercials, and we will be right back. Now, Eric's Random Fact of the Day. Did you know that every Disney character makes an appearance in one another's films? In fact, Belle, Aladdin the Magic Carpet, and Pumbaa all make a cameo in The Hunchback of Notre Dame during the song Out There. Tangled's Rapunzel and Flint Rider make an appearance at Elsa's coronation and Frozen. And Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Kermit the Frog, and Donald Duck all make cameos during the scene where Triton arrives at the concert hall in The Little Mermaid. This was Eric Random, back to the <laughs> Are you ready? Are you prepared? What is some cataclysmic event shook your every foundation? Would you and your family know what to do? My name is Jacqueline Druga, host of the Apocalypse Dennis Show. Join me every Thursday evening, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Prepper Broadcasting Network. Prepperbroadcasting.com, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We're there for your survival needs. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotas, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, Yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. 
Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compound fixtures and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kid's love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Ladies and gentlemen, sublimely elegant here as always, and you are listening to Parrot Truth Radio. All right, folks, welcome back to Parrot Truth Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And uh, we've been discussing the Jersey Devil. Uh, for those of you that are just tuning in, the Jersey Devil is a uh, cryptid that is supposedly roaming the Pine Barrens of South New Jersey here in the United States. Goat's head, wings, bat-like wings, hooves, claws, a forked tail, and screams like a little girl. So, <laughs> um, so some of the the uh, skeptics out there believe that the Jersey Devil to be nothing more than a creative manifestation of the English settlers' boogeyman stories, uh, created and told by bored Pine Barrens residents as a form of children's entertainment, and rumors arising from negative perceptions of the local population. Uh, according to Brian Dunning of Skeptoid. Folk tales of the Jersey Devil prior to 1909, calling it the Leeds Devil, may have been created to discredit local politician Daniel Leeds, who served as deputy to the uh, colonial governor of New York and New Jersey in the 1700s. Uh, folklorist Jan Harold Brunvad, I believe the name is pronounced, wrote that the spread of contemporary pop culture has overtaken traditional Jersey Devil legends. Uh, Jeff Brunner of the Humane Society of the New Jersey of New Jersey thinks that the Sandhill Crane is the basis of the Jersey Devil stories, adding there are no f- photographs, no bones, no hard evidence whatsoever, and worst of all, no explanation of its origins that doesn't require belief in the supernatural. Uh, outdoorsman and author Tom Brown Jr. spent several seasons living in the wilderness of the Pine Barrens. He recounts occasions when terrified hikers mistook him for the Jersey Devil after he covered his whole body with mud to repel mosquitoes. Uh, One New Jersey group called the Devil Hunters uh, refer to themselves as official researchers of the Jersey Devil and devote time to collecting reports, visiting historic sites, and going on nocturnal hunts in the Pine Barrens in order to find proof of the Jersey Devil uh, if it exists. During an investigation in the Jersey Devil on Destination Truth, John, or I'm sorry, not John, Josh Gates uh, <laughs> gave a belief that the Jersey Devil may have been created to the, to oh, to the view of a bounding white-tailed deer at night. So somebody got scared of a deer's butt and created this elusive creature that 
a lot of people are trying to hunt down today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the Jersey Devil pops up in several video games, movies, TV shows, uh, other media. The uh, New Jersey hockey team is also named the New Jersey Devils. So uh, it's a lot of pop culture to it. Um, did the Jersey Devil ever pop up in Supernatural? Mm-hmm. I know it popped up in a couple of games that I've played um, and a couple of TV shows that I've seen, but I don't know. I don't, I didn't think it was supernatural. Um, So what's your take on this? What what do you think is going on with this one? Um, I think it's simply just a story. Um, I think, you know, like you were saying earlier, it might've been, uh, I guess it could have been a story that manifested from an older story. Uh, it could just be a brand new story, you know, that someone came up with. I think it's just an urban legend. And the thing is, as you know, with most urban legends, especially for those who are very gullible um, or very imaginative, when you hear certain stories, they start to become true and you start seeing things. I don't, I don't know about you, but after uh, really scary werewolf movies... I get a little jumpy, and I start thinking yeah. of these shadows in the woods, you know? And I think it's the same thing here. You, you, you're going, or you hear these stories about the Jersey Devil, and whether you live in Jersey or you, probably more so you visit Jersey, you're more, I guess, aware of your surroundings, or try to be, and you happen to catch little things out the corner of your eyes. And I don't think anyone has actually ever seen this so-called creature, like, point blank, I guess, like if you were looking at somebody straight on, uh, it would have been something that they noticed out of the corner of their eye, and since they couldn't discern what it was at that split moment, their only logical explanation is that it was the Jersey Devil, because it was here one minute and gone the next. And there was actually an episode of uh, Paranormal State, I don't know if you're, I'm sure you remember that show, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, they, I just watched an episode, like a segment of their episode, just before the show started, and they happened to do an investigation on the Jersey Devil, which is relative, relatively rare for them because they usually did uh, demon hunts uh, or right. investigations, I should say, and worked with clients. But here they went into the woods and they came across something that, you know, was in the distance. They're using their, their. Uh, Infrared? Not infrared. Or night, oh. night vision? No, maybe it was infrared. I'm trying to think what the right terms are. But, yeah, we'll say infrared. <laughs> well, um, uh, is it the the temp, the temp temperature? Yes, yes. Okay. What is that one? Um, it, I think it's not the infrared. It's the... Uh, no, I think infrared it's, is... Oh, what is it? Someone who's... Anyways... Tell us what we're talking about. Um, So anyway, they had this device, and I'll find. I'll remember later on. I'll tell you. But they saw something in the distance, and it lit up. You know, it's like a dark, cold uh, forest. So something lit up. It appeared, and it did appear to have wings on it. The way it looked, it was like these. It was an all green figure and had these blue, almost wing-like things. 
And I guess at first glance, it's kind of compelling until you start thinking of the stories and the possibility of this creature actually existing. Uh, and then you have to wonder, like, how much of it is really legit? You know, did someone go in and uh, into the, put it in the footage into the computer and add these wings to it or what, you know? But initially looking at it, it looks a lot more like just a deer than it does anything else. And I think that's, you know, when you look at a deer's head and look at a goat's head, from a distance they're relatively similar with the long snout, right. thin yeah. out, head, you know, elongated and so on and so forth. So I think a lot of the things that people are seeing or claiming to see in Jersey is probably just, just deer, you know, and, and not. You've seen deer. You know, when they're skittish, they run pretty fast. They're here one minute and gone yeah. the next. And if you're not paying right. attention, you'd never really know it was there. So I think that's what And it's thermal imaging camera. Thermal imaging, that's what, yeah, that's it. <laughs> we used one of those once, once upon a time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was trying to find a picture. I, I can't remember they ever sent us that picture that we all took as a team. I might... Um, which uh, which investigation was that for? Uh, that was the Rockefeller Center. Oh. I'll have to look and see if it's maybe on the disc that the video is on. I might have it. Okay. <clears throat> That'd be sweet. Um, all right, well, my take on this is the only thing I can think of is misidentification, which is kind of similar to what you're saying. It's it's a story that freaks, excuse me, freaks people out. Um, and then when they're in that area, pretty much everything becomes the Jersey Devil. Like you and I have said multiple times, uh, if you're scared and you are seeing something in the corner of your eye or something is off in the distance, your mind automatically manifests that worst possible creature that you can think of, in this case, the Jersey Devil, because that's the area that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been people that have recounted their stories to different artists. Um, I cannot remember for the life of me what show it was that I was watching, uh, but there was a mother and a son who recounted their story of the the devil being perched in a tree that was outside their cabin in, the, in that general area, and this uh, artist re- uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not reenacted, but it made a, a sculpture. Yeah, yeah. It made a, they made a sculpture of what the creature looked like according to these people's accounts. And mm-hmm. when he didn't like show them the progression, it was just, okay, I've got your story. I'm going to make it. You cannot see it until I'm done. Just because if he had showed them the progression, they would have just been constantly saying, yeah, that's it, yeah, that's it. Because to them, it would have been looking more and more horrific, which would have spawned their memory to think that that's what it 
was that they saw. Mm-hmm. So after he was done with it, uh, he presented it to them, and the mom gasped, like, almost as if she was right in front of this thing again after seeing it. I don't know however many years it was that uh, they had said that they saw it. Uh, but uh, when they when he revealed it, she was, she gasped and she had this really scared look on her face. And she's like, that's it. That's the thing that I've been seeing in my nightmares. Mm-hmm. And it kind of cut off like that, you know, just like every other reality show, it cuts off for dramatic, uh, right. Response. And, um, I don't know. I mean, if it was a cryptid, like, Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster, there are pictures. Granted, they're not great pictures. They're usually fuzzy. They're usually hoaxes. Uh, But with the Jersey Devil, there's not even a single fuzzy picture, to my knowledge. I haven't come across any. Have you? Mm -mm. Nope. Uh, As far as I'm concerned, and I I tried finding something uh, again before the show, and there's, there's nothing out there. No, nothing at all. So, what's weird to me, I guess it's not really that weird, but, like, usually when you have people who go out specifically hunting these creatures, there'll be some kind of imagery, some kind of video or whatever. Even if you can't even, if we ourselves can't even see it, but they claim to see it and it's in this picture somewhere, there's something right. there, you know. But no one has even come forth to try to document something like that. Um, not that it would be any, you know, like, good documentation anyway, we'd throw it out the window. But, but even when you think of, like, Bigfoot, you know, there's there's some documentation out there where it's like, oh, look at this little tiny dot way in the back over there. That's right, it. yeah. There's, that that doesn't, doesn't even exist for the Jersey Devil. So, either one, people aren't taking pictures at all when they're going out for these devil hunts. Um, or two... If the creature is real, it's just so swift that no one can take a picture of it. Or three, the creature just simply doesn't exist, and people's imaginations are wild. Yeah, and the thing is, too, like, with with Bigfoot, even though I'm not a firm believer that Bigfoot is real, but with the different pictures that people have caught of these supposed Bigfoot sightings, it's at least compelling for the most part. The mm-hmm. ones that are a little more clear, not this fuzzy little furball that's <laughs> going across the screen. Right. Well, and um, a friend of my, a friend and I were talking the other day, and you know we we're talking about Bigfoot, and I told her that I'm. She says she's ninety percent confident that it's real, ten percent that it's not real, and I said, well, I'm the complete right, uh, opposite of that because I'm ten percent. 10% possibility, I guess, that it's real, but 90% sure that it's not. And the right. only reason I even have that 10% is because the wilderness is so vast and so like so dense and everything like that, especially when you think of like the Appalachian Mountains, and, and which is right. where it's mostly, you know, the creatures seen most in the Appalachians. Um, I have to give some kind of percentage to say, like, all right, there's at least the slightest possibility that something like this exists because... I mean, you look at the world's oceans. There's creatures they thought were extinct for 
if you right. believe in millions, the Earth being alive for around millions of years, uh, that they're finding today out of nowhere. Uh, Megalodon, which is, you know, a prehistoric great white shark, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, everyone has seen these teeth on display at a museum or on uh, TV or on the computer. Right. Watch Shark Week, you'll hear all about Megalodon in August. Uh, yep. But these teeth, which I don't know, I don't know the exact size of them, but I'm going to say they're probably around four to five inches, maybe six inches even occasionally uh, in length, which is way bigger than any other shark right. in the world. Right, yeah. And these teeth are still, to this day, washing up on shore. Why is that? I mean, if it's been extinct for millions of years, you would think that sediment and sand, you know, sand and everything would cover these teeth up and they'd no longer be exist, uh, come around. Right. But since they're still being washed up on shore, that kind of shows us the possibility that the creature still exists somewhere in the depths of the sea. And when it loses its tooth, it gets caught in a current and eventually finds its way to shore, which right. is frightening, by the way, because if, if just off topic, if a megalodon ever did exist and decided to come to the surface, I think a lot of people would. There'd be no <laughs> there'd be no boats in the water anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Well. And I mean that at least would give you a sense of maybe it it is still around and it was a creature that actually did exist. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I'm pretty sure most sharks usually uh, grow new teeth every couple of years, right? Where the old teeth would fall out and new ones grow yeah, back they're, in. Yeah, plate. they're they're constantly yeah they're constantly growing new teeth, row after row after row. So, I mean, to me, Megalodon would be a much more believable uh, thing to to believe in that's still alive, not even a uh, urban legend um, right. or cryptid. If it really the Dirty Devil really is out there, um, right. but uh, just like you're saying, ten percent for Bigfoot. Um, that's the same for me with the Jersey Devil, just because, like you said, anything is possible. We could be completely wrong, and there's this weird-ass creature flying around in southern New Jersey, like, scaring the crap out of everybody. Um, Is it a possibility that people's fear is getting the best of them, and they're mis... What's the word I'm looking for? Not mislabeling, but um, misidentifying. Uh, Misidentifying different species. Like the one guy said, it's a a crane that people are seeing, which Mm -hmm. would make sense because it has spindly legs, but it doesn't have hooves. It has talons. Uh, It Mm -hmm. has wings, not necessarily bat wings, but if you're scared and in the dark, anything with wings is going to look like bat wings to you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I to me, flying fox. What's that? I said I've a flying fox. Before. Yeah. Uh, and that's, um, that's a creature that is uh, in the Philippines, but also in Australia, sure, other places too. But it stands four to five feet tall. It's a giant, giant bat. But when you think about this particular creature, the... Uh, Jersey Devil, and you compare it to the Flying Fox, mm. there are similarities. 
trainer. You have the leather-like wings. You have the the head that could be similar to the the, um, the flying fox has a rather elongated snout. You know, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you're on your computer now. Look it up. Check it out. And you'll see any of you out there who's tuning in right now, or if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, type in flying fox right now, and you'll see similarity in what we called and it's possible that someone saw a creature like the flying fox somewhere else, came to America, and started telling these stories. And the stories turned into this Jersey Devil. Very true. And I'm looking at this thing, and it is the biggest bat I have ever seen in my freaking life. <laughs> like I, In this one picture, this guy is standing next to it. I, I would not want to be standing next to this thing. Well, luckily for you, I mean, other than the uh, the possible viruses that it carries in its mouth, it's only a fruit bat, a gigantic fruit bat. So you don't have to well, and eat you. <laughs> yeah, most bats are, I mean, the only bat that drinks blood is the vampire bat, I believe. Um, yeah. But uh, it still doesn't make me feel any better that if I were right. standing next to this thing. But but tell me, like this is something I think. Would you rather have this or a dog as your guard at like your guard dog at your house? I would definitely want the flying bat. Yeah. I mean how would it be like someone tries to break into this giant freaking winged creature five feet tall comes <laughs> walking up. It's like I'm out. Nope. <laughs> People sweep me away, drop me off from a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's and I could see the excuse me again the similarities that you're seeing that it would be close to the Jersey Devil, but and here's the thing too, like say if it was even a flying fox, which is barely very unlikely because it's not in that area, right. but say one was in a zoo and escaped and it's been living in that area for however many years it may not have mated. It it may have just became a story after it was first sighted and died off. But uh, that would be a a possibility that I would see too. Mm -hmm. All right. uh, I think we will take our next break, folks. You're listening to Paratruth Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, After the break, if you have any stories of the Jersey Devil, if you have any accounts of the Jersey Devil, If you have friends that have accounts of the Jersey Devil, give us a call, 914-205-5558. You can also hop in our chat room and uh, give us the info that way if you don't want to be on the phone. I don't like being on the phone unless I absolutely have to as well. But um, give us a a shout and uh, give us your stories. I'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, We'll be back in just a few minutes. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton So many buttons! His avatar just stares at the walls Twists and turns and somehow falls Help me! He's tangled up in the controller's cord I just don't understand this crazy digital world Crazy, crazy digital world but the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh. See, you, you don't, don't have 
be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Hello, everybody. Sublimely Elegant here, as always, and guess what? I know you. Well, no, we've never met, but I do know you. I know you love Minecraft. I know you love the Internet. Now, I also happen to know you love colorful language. So instead of moping around all day, why don't you head on over to my channel and satiate your deepest needs. YouTube.com forward slash Sublimely Elegant. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This is Bill Hall, author of the book, The World's Most Haunted House, and you're listening to Paratruth Radio. Oh, board! Welcome back to Paratruth Radio right here on Blog Talk Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And we have been talking about the Jersey Devil. So uh, the I think the consensus with us is is this thing is probably more just a big story than anything, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, like the Bigfoot, even though the Bigfoot's been caught on film supposedly, uh, it's at least got some type of evidence to back it up. Uh the Jersey Devil supposedly there are hoof prints being that have been seen. Uh people have seen this thing. Uh of course they give their accounts, but mm-hmm. all it is is just that. It's just personal experience. It has not no viable fact whatsoever. Right. Um so it, Yes, it's possible that it's, there is a cryptid out there that is the Jersey Devil. Is it very probable? Very unlikely, in, in our opinion. If you guys disagree, definitely give us a call. Again, the phone number is 914-205-5558. You can also research and chat. Uh, we've got about maybe 15 minutes left. Uh, so give us a call here. Um, I know if... I saw the Jersey Devil. I would be doing this. Don't you dare touch me! Stand back! No! 
You and then I would com- <laughs> and then I would compose myself, kill it. And then if it came back to life, it would be Welcome back everybody. And then I would be Don't you dare touch me. Stand back. No! No! <laughs> And that, folks, is going back to basics for Parachute Radio. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, like I said, if you guys have any other information, even when we're off air, uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, You can also email us at paratruthradio at gmail.com and give give us your guys' stories. Um, I wanted to go over the next couple of weeks. we are trying to get back into having guests on, so just bear with us as we get through some very interesting topics here. Um, next week, we will be discussing the Incubus Succubus. Um, right. and I know Eric has done some research on it as well as I have. I believe we did a show on this on Night Stalkers Radio. Mm-hmm. Um it was early and, too on night stalkers. Yeah, and um, after that, I wanted because we have not done a ghost slash hauntings episode where a paranormal radio show, and we haven't done that yet. So I wanted to do that, even though we've given our own accounts. I want you guys to give us your. Uh, personal accounts of hauntings, whether it's somebody you know, of course, get their permission to share their story. Uh, If you've been through a haunting, we would love to hear from you on air. Uh, If you just want to tell us through our email, like I said, paratruthradio at gmail.com, or share it on our Facebook page and just give us the okay to to share it on air. I would love to debate these different uh, hauntings, um, Seeing as Eric's opinion and my opinion differ as far as ghosts and hauntings is concerned, it'd be interesting to hear different people's perspectives on this. Um, mm-hmm. And then the week after that, I decided we can do fairies because I don't oh, think it's your favorite. Ever... Yeah, I know. I'm one of them. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think we... Have we ever done fairies before? Um, no. I don't believe so. Did you ever do it on... I I may have done it on my show. Um, I can't remember exactly. I can't remember for sure, though. I I did something similar to fairies, if anything. I just can't remember what. Well, I'll have a go. And, um... And then after that is when we will get started on on our guests. Um, it's been kind of a... Uh, slow start back from vacationing, having a actual live show together for the first time in five years, and then uh, also getting back into the swing of school, which both Eric and I are doing as we speak. Well, you start tomorrow, right? Yeah. So, uh, and with that, too, like Eric said uh, last episode, he's going to be doing some uh, film work so he might not be able to show up 
for some of the shows, so it would be very helpful to have a guest on. I would hate to have to talk to myself for an hour. <laughs> and I'm sure most people won't want to hear me talk to myself because it's actually rather disturbing because I answer myself. So mm-hmm. um, the other thing, too, guys, if you guys have any ideas for guests, give us a shout as well. Um, we can keep researching till we're blue in the face on guests to have on. But if you guys don't like it, of course, you're not going to listen. So tell us what you guys want to hear again, paratruthradio at gmail.com. You can hop on Facebook, on Twitter. You can get a hold of us that way. And as always, you can get us on air here, uh, at the phone number I gave earlier. Um, I do also want to point out that, um, Eric is a starving artist as well as myself. Uh, we are trying to improve the show for you as well. Uh, so we do have our Indiegogo campaign still going for another month yet. Uh, I posted the link in the chat room if you guys want to check it out. I will also post it in the comments of the uh, podcast for you guys so you can check it out. And I will once again post it on Facebook and on Twitter as well. Um yeah, I I think that's all we got for you guys today. <laughs> um, you want to talk about the new segment thing that we're starting oh, this week? That's right. I completely forgot with everything else going on. Um, next week, uh, uh, we talked about the – hey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week, uh, we are going to be debuting uh, Paratruth's Paranormal – Headlines, I believe we decided on, right? Yes, Paratruth Paranormal Headlines. Um, So that's going to be a segment I'm going to be doing, just like Eric has the random fact of the day. Um, I will be reviewing uh, different news headlines that are related to the paranormal community. Um, I do have a very interesting one, which I have already shared with Eric. It's actually one that kind of goes back to a, a uh, fantasy for me because it links to a certain civilization that disappeared. Um, I won't give it away, even though I'm probably already am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Eric was hard at work at uh, creating an intro and outro for me, and my week has just been busy. So starting next week, we will be debuting Paratroop radio's paranormal headlines and uh it's definitely going to be a much better break than our normal public service announcement so stay tuned for that um Mm -hmm. also did you get any more music set up yet other than that one that you showed me uh no that's the only one and i emailed that to you today i don't know if you saw that or not i i don't think i got it yet if if you emailed it to me yeah, I emailed it a, while, a couple hours ago. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll check again. Okay. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that as well. You, you guys have heard the Alien Mix by Eric. Um, he did a new one for us, so we'll be debuting that one again. As he said last episode, that the Alien Mix is getting kind of old. Um, <laughs> and part of the reason we haven't been using music often is a you have to get permission and b it's kind of a long break 
and people get bored really fast. I'm sure you guys don't want to listen to five minutes of music when you can be listening to another show for five minutes. So we decided to cut it down and give you guys more entertainment of Eric and Justin instead of entertainment through music. Yay! Uh, where yeah, is that. And this is probably what the Jersey Devil sounds like. Or that could be a Bigfoot. I don't know. I'm not sure. Could be Bigfoot. Or maybe they sound more like this. No, I don't think so. How about this? That just sounds like Ellie, my sister. <laughs> oh, she would kick your butt. Oh, my God. <laughs> the great thing, she doesn't listen to her own brother's show. <laughs> and sadly, she made up the intro and outro, or help you made up make up the intro and outro for the random fat. Yeah. <laughs> Does it sound like this, maybe? That's the one thing we didn't come. They, I guess, place the possibility of uh, in this segment. Probably that the Jersey Devil is an alien creature of some sort, like we've done in the past with Bigfoot and whatnot. Kind of far fetched yeah. for that one, but same for Bigfoot though. I mean, yeah, Dude, it's a cryptid and Chewbacca, it's... man, Chewbacca, <laughs> alien, boom. <laughs> I guess that's that's a possibility. And, I mean, yeah, it would be far-fetched for the Jersey Devil, just as far-fetched as it's a, a uh, cryptid that's out there. But, yeah. again, it it is possible, I suppose. I mean, all of these cryptids could be alien animals that got off of a ship that landed here. I mean, a alien's Noah's Ark, if you, if you will. Um but to say that it's ex- related to extraterrestrials, yeah, I'd say it's far-fetched, seeing as we are both in agreement that it's more of a urban legend slash people being scared and misidentifying animals. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a, an interesting story. I mean... There's been witchcraft noted throughout at least a millennia. I'm sure it goes back to even uh, two millennia ago, even back to when Christ was around. There's there's witches brought up in the Bible, isn't there? Or people that worship Satan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So... I'd say it's a good possibility that it's nothing more than a story. Is it something that could be out there? Sure. There could be a bunch of different creatures out there. Uh, None of them have been very well documented. And as Eric said, there are creatures that are supposedly 
that were extinct, like Megalodon, but its teeth still keep washing up on shore. Uh, the Tasmanian Devil was thought to be extinct, but somebody caught one on film, and I mean, it was without a shadow of a doubt that's what that had that had to be. It had the jaw structure and everything of the Tasmanian Devil or the Tasmanian Tiger. Sorry. Okay. Um, I can say, uh, I'm pretty sure Tasmanian Devil's kind, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you run with this for a little while. Tasmanian Devil is Looney Tunes completely off subject as we get that's, so well, off on the show. Tasmanian Devil's a real creature. Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. But it's not extinct. <laughs> not even no. All right. Well, it doesn't I, spin around though and cause little tornadoes. <laughs> Well, Shelly and I saw a video of a pug the other day that looked like it could have been a Jersey Devil. This guy wound up its back and put it on the ground, and it spun around for quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, folks. uh, We will see you guys next week talking about Incubus and the Succubus. And on that note, I am Justin. And I'm Eric. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Peace. Hannah and I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.